You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 219. Hi there, rock star, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantors here with you for your weekly dose of insights, tips, and inspiration for becoming a more confident and powerful speaker and leader. Now, if you haven't yet already, come on over and connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm the most active on social media, and I would love to connect with you and to learn more about what you're up to. So just go on over to LinkedIn and search for my name, Christina Cantors. Okay, today we're talking about how to prevent and recover from brain freeze. Mm, This is something we've all experienced. You know, have you ever stood up? to speak and then just gone blank. Could not remember, even though you prepared and practiced and practiced and practiced and then you stood up and all of a sudden everything just leaves. Or maybe you stand up and you and you, you speak and then you sit back down again and, and you go, I have no idea what I just said. Has that happened to you? It's happened to me. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's happened to most people in this world. That, my friend, is brain freeze. And also the the fear of freezing up and forgetting your spot um, or not knowing the answer to a question, this holds many people back from doing more speaking engagements. Maybe it happens to you in a meeting when you're put on a spot, you know, asked to share an idea. So this can be debilitating and can really cause people to avoid these situations altogether, which is not what we want for you, right? We want you to be speaking up, feeling confident, feeling courageous, and putting yourself and your messages out there. So in this episode, I'll be sharing two powerful techniques, which I call grounding techniques, to help reduce your chances of experiencing brain freeze. If you practice these techniques, and they do work because I use them and I teach these to my clients as well, um, if you can practice them, not only will it help you speak with clarity, ease and flow, you will also feel more courageous and confident going into a speaking situation or a high pressure meeting because you know you got this. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash 219. Now, firstly, you might be wondering why we freeze up in the first place. Now, I'm not a sciencey person, but I do want to share a little bit of science so we can understand why this happens. So, okay, so there's a part of the brain called the periaqueductal gray or PAG, and this is the brain region responsible for um, dictating how we respond to perceived danger. And both animals and humans have the PAG. And the PAG has has been known to receive various inputs about potential threats. And what it does is it triggers automatic reflexive responses that then cause us to freeze in place. Um, It also causes us to, well, it pumps, starts to pump blood to our arms and our legs to take flight. So that's the, the flight response. Or it gives us the adrenaline to fight. That's the fight response, which you may have heard before. Now, when we stand up to speak, our croc brain, which is the most primitive part of the brain, um, it's responsible for primal urges such as, you know, detecting danger or, or keeping us safe. And when we stand up to speak, our croc brain is the first to react 
And of course, it thinks we're in grave danger. It's thinking, oh no, don't mess up. They'll see you're no good at your job, which means you'll be rejected from the tribe, which means you'll be cast out into the dark to be eaten by bears. Now, we know that this is not actually going to happen, but the croc brain doesn't know that. It's like um, the character Fear in the movie Inside Out. Great movie. And Fear is the character, he just runs around and he's terrified of everything. You know, oh look, it's a a cord on the floor. (laughs) He just freaks out about everything. So this is what your croc brain is doing. When you stand up to speak and people are all looking at you, we have this fear of being rejected, being rejected from our, our tribe, from society, and therefore being out on our own, which back in the day before we, you know, back in the day we would be, you know, eaten if we didn't have the support and um, protection from our tribe. So the PAG, going back to the PAG, Um, It responds to the croc brain, and one of the responses is for us to freeze in place, and it also can start to pump blood to areas required to fight or run away, like our arms and legs. Now, we can also start to breathe shorter breaths and even hold our breath, and you may have noticed this before. When you start to feel anxious, your breathing gets shallower or you hold it. Now, what this does is direct blood and oxygen away from the brain, which is where we need it the most to think clearly. When there is no blood and oxygen being circulated through the brain, we, we, you know, we can't think clearly. And as a result, we can forget what we're saying and we go blank. Or, I mean, this might be similar or, uh, you know, something different for you, but our mind can fly away right? And we don't remember what we're saying. So we're not present where we disconnect with ourselves and our message. You can tell when someone is disconnected because their eyes flutter, they flutter around, they don't actually make real connected eye contact. They don't look at the audience, they sort of gaze out and or gaze to the back of the room or look up and down. Now this is all to do with our fear response. So know that there is nothing wrong with you. This is a primal biological reaction that everyone experiences. So now we know why it happens. It puts us in a better place to understand how we can prevent it or at least minimize it. Now, some people say, if you go online and read articles about this, you know, some people will say, oh, you got to practice, 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 which I totally disagree with. I mean, of course, I think practicing is great, but you can practice all you want. You can rehearse something over and over and over again. But if you stop breathing and if you stop that oxygen getting to your brain, then it doesn't matter how well you know your subject, you might freeze up and forget. Okay. So the goal here is to bring more oxygen to the brain to help you think clearer and to bring yourself into a present state so you remain connected to yourself. Right, so this adds on. So yes, practicing is great. This adds on to that. Okay. So I'm about to share with you two super awesome exercises to help you do this, to ground yourself, to reduce your anxiety, and bring more of that oxygen into your brain. Before we get to that, I do want to take a quick break because I have something I want to share with you. Hey there, Rockstar. Guess what? The C-Method Academy is launching soon and I am so excited. This is my monthly members-only training program where we take the concepts from the podcast and we go deeper. We apply them and we study them. 
If you love the podcast, but you want a more hands-on approach to support you and to help you implement what you learn and see results quicker, then the Academy will be great for you. You get access to a supportive community, exclusive training, plus direct access to me in the live Q&A calls. So if you're ready to take your communication, your speaking and your leadership skills to the next level, make sure you join the waitlist and to be first and be first to be notified when the academy launches in October. I will be offering a very affordable early bird membership rate to people on the waitlist, so make sure you jump on. To jump on the waitlist, go to thecmethod.com/join. That's thecmethod.com/join. Now, if you're listening to this in the future, we may have already launched. So yeah, you don't have to wait, but you can still head on over to thecmethod.com slash join. Um, the link is also in the description of this podcast in your app. I cannot wait to connect with you in the Academy, Rockstar. I'll see you soon. Okay, let's get back to the show. Alrighty, are you ready to get grounded? Now, I thought I would pop some relaxing background music in. You can still listen if you're driving or moving around. Just keep your eyes open, okay? The first exercise is a breathing exercise and it can be done anywhere. You can do it lying down, sitting sitting in a meeting. You know, people won't know you're, you're doing it. Um, on the train, in the car. Anytime you feel a bit anxious and want to calm down, you can do this. The second exercise requires you to be standing still in one place. So practice this, uh, you know, once you're home or, or in a quiet space by yourself. Okay, are you ready? Let's do it. Sit or stand in a comfortable position. If your hands are free, place one hand on your belly, that is the lower half of your belly, around your belly button, and place the other on your chest. If you are driving, Keep both hands on the steering wheel. Now we're going to do some box breathing. I want you to take a deep breath into your belly. So you should feel the hand on your belly expand out. Breathe in for one, two, three, four. Then hold, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Hold, two, three three, four, inhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Continue to breathe in this pattern, breathing in for four counts and holding at the top for four counts, then breathing out for four counts and holding at the bottom for four counts. You can keep your eyes open or you can close them. Just make sure it's safe to close them. And as you breathe, I want you to make sure that your belly is pushing out as you breathe. So you don't want your chest to lift. When our chest fills with oxygen and lifts, this is the type of breathing we use when we're running or we're stressed or we're hyperventilating. And we don't want to communicate to the body that we're stressed or running away. Instead, we want to breathe deep into our belly. 
Don't worry if you look unattractive because of your belly sticking out. What we want here, what we're aiming for is calm. So you're still breathing in for four, holding for four, out for four, and holding for four. Now you should be feeling more relaxed. You can do this type of breathing in the morning before a big presentation. You can do it while you're seated, waiting to be called up to speak. And even while you're speaking, if you can focus on breathing into your belly and keep that mindfulness on the breath, it will help to keep you focused and connected and will help to avoid any brain freeze. Okay, let's move on to the next technique. Only do this if you're standing or are able to stand. I want you to stand with your feet hips width apart with your toes pointing forward. So uncross those legs. And I want you to just notice your feet on the ground. Feel the floor underneath your feet. Wiggle your toes. Feel that connection. Now I want you to press your hands to your sides and lean slightly forward. Yes, a little bit like Michael Jackson in Smooth Criminal. Lean slightly forward, but not so far that you fall. But I want you to squeeze your toes into the ground and feel that tipping point where you're just about to fall over. And then I want you to bring it back. And then lean backwards slightly into your heels. So you're feeling this full range, even though it's, it might be very slight, but this range of where your body is moving in space. Leaning forward and leaning backwards. Now come back to centre and lean to your left ever so slightly without falling over and then lean to your right. So what we're doing here is we're developing an awareness of all ten toes on the floor, all four corners of each feet on the floor. And I want you to picture yourself like a tree and that you've got strong roots growing out of your feet into the ground and they're rooting you to the ground and you're planted, you're literally planted into the ground and you feel firm, so firm that not even a hurricane could push you over. And I want you to feel that strength in your feet coming up through your calves and I want you to give your calves a squeeze to activate them. Feel them being active. Now move up to your knees and I want you to feel your strong knees connecting to your legs and squeeze your kneecaps up. Activate them. Say, hello kneecaps. I can feel you there. And then as you move up, I want you to squeeze your thighs. Feel the strength of your legs as you squeeze them. And then squeeze your butt. Squeeze it nice and tight. It's okay, no one can see you doing it. It's fine. And I want you to feel this strength through your lower body. Feel yourself grounded to the floor. 
and maybe you're starting to feel a little bit stronger already, feeling more sturdy. When we speak from this position, we feel more powerful, our words have more depth, we're able to give our words the oxygen and the power that they deserve because we are starting from a strong foundation. Now, even though your legs might be squeezed, your legs and your butt and your feet might be squeezed and planted, your upper body is relaxed. So your shoulders are relaxed down, your hands are relaxed by your side, and you continue to breathe nice and deeply through your diaphragm, through your tummy. Your neck is relaxed, your jaw is relaxed. And this is the position from which you will speak powerfully. Now, if you can, practice moving and moving intentionally. So take notice of what your feet are doing right now. Feel strong and rooted into the ground. And then gently take a step and take two steps and move slightly. Take a few steps and then stop and replant your feet. So this is how you move. You move with intention. And you don't have to move. You can, you can stay there. But doing this, planting your feet into the floor, activating your leg muscles, squeezing your legs, squeezing your butt, continues to remind you that you are here. You are physically present. You are connected to the ground. And when you are physically present, and you're aware of your body, you will be more aware of the words you're saying. You'll be more aware of the people around you, of your environment, of the room, and it'll contribute to your overall presence. People who have presence are present, and it starts with being physically grounded. So there you have it, two exercises to ground yourself and help direct more oxygen to your brain to help you avoid brain freeze. Try it and let me know how you go. I'll be super keen to hear. Now, you might be wondering, well, Christina, what if I still get brain freeze? <laughs> what do I do then? <laughs> so there are a few things you can do. Okay, because we can do everything we can to avoid it, but we need to be prepared for when it does happen again, because you never know. Okay. So the first thing is to, one thing you can do is to share that with your audience. I once saw a, um, uh, saw Simon Sinek do a talk and he's amazing. Go check out his work. And he said that he once was in the middle of a, a presentation to like, you know, a thousand people and he completely forgot where he was in his presentation and he just stops and looks at his audience and goes, I've just completely lost my train of thought. What was I saying? And then someone in the audience yelled out, oh, you were saying this. He goes, oh, 
Brilliant. Thank you. And then he continues on. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing that. In fact, it'll help you connect to your audience better because you've just demonstrated that you're human and you make mistakes. And you know what? You're cool with that. It's totally fine to forget where you're at. You know, I was mentioning before that everyone goes through this. Everyone is going to be able to empathize with you and go, oh, yep, that's happened to me before. So know that it's okay to make mistakes. And you can say, and if you, you can practice saying this very confidently, I've had a temporary mental blank, right? And you can say, what, what was I saying? What was the last thing I was saying? And this actually tests your audience and checks in to see if they're listening. And you can make a joke about that. If they say, oh, you were up to this bit, you can say, oh, cool, thanks. You know what? I was just checking to make sure you're listening. Right, you might get a little laugh out of that. If it's a Q&A session, you can even say, you know what, I've had a temporary mental blank. I'll find that answer out and get back to you as soon as I can. Right? If you say that very confidently, you know, other people will, will understand. Um, if you need, look, you can take a few notes in. That's something else you can do. Just be careful not to rely too heavily on them. But if that's really going to help you to feel more comfortable, then by all means, do that. Um, something else you can do. And by the way, I go into more detail in this in my podcast, um, how to answer Q&A like a ninja. Um, that's one of my more popular episodes. I'll link that up in the show notes, actually. Um, so I go into more detail about that. But in terms of, you know, when someone's asking questions and you, you go blank, you can buy yourself some time. So you can repeat the question. So if someone says to you, you know, what are your top three tips for, you know, someone getting started in this industry? You can sort of look up and look really thoughtful and go, hmm, what are my top three tips for someone getting started in this industry? You know, that's a really good question. You know, my first tip would be, and you've literally just bought yourself, like, sorry, not, you know, literally buying time. <laughs> you're, you're buying, um, figuratively buying 10 seconds of time. And when you repeat the question, this gets your brain working for you. It starts to implant that question inside your brain and forces it to start ticking over to find some answers. So that's a really simple and helpful strategy. And I'm going to share one more thing with you, and it is to throw the question out to other experts in the audience, right? If someone asks a question and there's other people in the audience who you know are perfectly capable of sharing their responses, simply say, you know what? It's a great question, and I would love to hear what some of the other experts in here have experienced. Would you mind sharing? And you want to hear a secret? Other experts love sharing their expertise. They love giving their two cents. So they will absolutely welcome that opportunity to share. And it doesn't make you look less knowledgeable. In fact, it makes you look more inclusive, more grateful, and more willing to um, celebrate other people and their expertise. So that makes you look better and you haven't actually had to do anything, right? So there's some sneaky ways around it. And if you want to learn more about that, I do recommend you check out the episode, How to Answer Q&A Like a Ninja. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Go and try those two grounding exercises and see if it helps. 
Oh, and by the way, if you want to go deeper and study topics like this and be able to receive feedback from people and ask questions, then I encourage you to join the C-Method Academy waitlist. We will be launching the Academy in October and I cannot wait. So to join that waitlist, go to thecmethod.com slash join to be first to be, to be notified when we launch and also to receive a very affordable once only um, membership joining fee discount. (laughs) And that brings this week's episode to a close. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Get Noticed.